Welcome to the Real Estate Ventures Podcast. In this podcast, we will be speaking with various real estate and business professionals about real estate investing, entrepreneurship, and financial freedom. So, if you're interested in learning about real estate investing, then stay tuned and be sure to take advantage of the free tips and strategies that will be shared by our weekly guests. And now, your host, Penny Lubinsky. Hello and welcome back everyone to the Real Estate Ventures podcast with your host, Penny Lubinsky. Today, we got Christine Fluke joining us from South Florida, actually, Miami, uh, with Urbanized Properties. Um, she's a commercial real estate broker, um, specifically focusing on the multifamily market. So Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you, Penny. I'm so excited to finally be here and hang out with you today. Yeah, same here. And, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, so I'm excited also that this actually came to fruition and, you know, it's actually <laughs> yeah, happening. Yeah, for um, sure. I think it's been like a, a year or so, but we've been talking for almost two years. That's awesome. Right. We've been talking a while, but the podcast has been a little, yeah, exactly. It hasn't been the entire time, but still definitely long enough. So I'm excited to get <laughs> this one done. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. So Christine, why don't you start out by telling um, the listeners a little bit about your background, what kind of got you into real estate? And then like, what? tell us a little bit more about your company, like what you're up to today. Excellent. Excellent. Well, here in South Florida, so you know, I've got some sunshine, blue skies and palm trees. Actually oh, yeah. today though, we've got rain, but that's still all good. I started in real estate in 2004 when I got my real estate license and moved into commercial real estate in 2006. I've always kind of been around the sales and marketing, I guess, genre. And that just kind of grew into real estate. And my friend was like, hey, you'd be really good at real estate. And I'm like, oh my gosh, go back to school again. And that's exactly what I did. Got my real estate license. And then I started investing in real estate in 2015. And I don't know why it took me so long because most of the people that I work with are investors, most of them by multifamily. Um, and I was just like, wow, why did I take so long? But I'm glad that I finally jumped on the train. So I started out with single families doing fix and flips here locally in the Tri-County, which means Miami, Fort Lauderdale and West Palm. And then I started venturing into multifamily and syndications in 2019. Urbanized Properties has been around since 2015. And it's me and my real estate partner. Her name's Janet. She's the broker. And mostly what we've been focusing on since, let's just call it since 2006, have been mostly off-market properties and bringing that value to our clients and helping them grow their portfolios. And it's a different I guess, variety, if you would, or different asset classes. So we've done retail shopping centers, mobile home parks. We've done portfolios of single family homes. We've done land, we've done warehouse and obviously multifamily. So I'm glad to be able to hopefully share some value for your listeners today. No, absolutely. And okay, so I made a mistake. And I, I think I mentioned that you were specifically in multifamily, but I didn't realize that you were doing all sorts of uh, real estate as well. So yeah. Yeah, no, that's okay. Because that's mostly what I'm investing in is multifamily. Is multifamily. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to touch on like a couple of things that you mentioned, like, you know, one thing that you that you spoke about was like, you wish like you had gotten in earlier, like you were wondering, you know, it took this long for you to like, you know, for the light bulb to turn on. And I think like, in my opinion, and like, tell me if you think this is right. Like, I think the two biggest like regrets people have in real estate is a not starting earlier. 
Um, because people, you know, most people like they assume they need like for some reason like plenty of other like expertise and knowledge and in other industries and fields in order to have like you know the proper um, you know background and foundation to get into real estate. And then another one is I don't know if this applies so much, but people selling too much. Like I think most people would have done a lot better had they just bought more and held on to real estate as opposed to selling. Um, I actually heard Jay Scott say this recently. He's like, if I would have held on to, he said, even a percentage of his fix and flips, instead of flipping them, he said his net worth would be millions and millions of dollars more than it is today. Um, so, you know, that along with the first point of like, hey, like it's never too early, get started now, right? Don't wait Absolutely. for the perfect timing, get started, get start, start buying assets and you'll be good. Absolutely. And um, and Jay Scott, what a phenomenal person. And boy, was he a, a wealth of knowledge. You just sit there and just go hit play and he just will just give you all kinds of value for sure. And yeah, um, you know, it wasn't until my friend, Janet, who's the broker told me, well, you should get your real estate license and get into all that. And I never really thought about that because I was just pretty much in a different kind of sales and marketing, uh, you know, outside real estate. And I'm so glad that I did because, boy, <laughs> I'm kind of a junkie at it right now. So I, uh, I'm always looking at properties. I'm always trying to figure out what's the next thing to do and how to continue to grow urbanized properties. Right. I love it. I love it. And a question I wanted to ask you, actually, you being a broker, um, mm -hmm. You know, this podcast is specifically geared towards newbies, people, you know, looking to take their first step, looking to get started in real estate, start accumulate, accumulating the, that wealth. And I think a big challenge that a lot of people face is, you know, there's, it's hard to get deals today. Like, it's really hard to get deals. There's not that many great ones, right? And then, you know, whenever a broker has a good deal, there's usually a huge buyer's list and there's so many people that want the deal. And typically what a person would think naturally would, and I think this makes sense, is that a broker will go and offer the deal, the good one, right, the off-market one, which that's what everybody wants, um, to their more experienced buyers, somebody that has bought from them in the past, that has a bigger portfolio. So what would be your advice um, for somebody that's like maybe new, somebody starting out that wants to close a deal, wants to get this thing locked up, but just like it's, it's hard to gain that credibility with the broker, with yourself. <laughs> what would be some advice that you would give somebody like that, somebody starting out? You know, that's a great question. And I would say leverage your network and their track record. Um, if you know Penny and Penny has an experience and he's closed some deals and he's your friend and he's uh, someone that you want to get into business with and you have something that you want to offer them and or you have somebody that you could help leverage your friend with their track record. That would be um, something that I would say as far as um, what I would recommend. I also would say hone in on what your your strength is. If your strength is uh, knocking on doors, which is always fun, not, um, then make that your, you know, you're bringing to the table your talent. If talking to sellers is great, or maybe your um, talent is talking to brokers and getting them to stay in touch with you. I mean, that's always key, even for me as a real estate broker and we're sorry, so real estate agent that I work with urbanized properties. The thing that I'm always doing is nurturing my relationships with 
brokers. So not only am I calling them, let's say about that hundred unit building that they currently have for sale in Florida, but I'm also saying, hey, what else do you have that's coming on the horizon? What do you have that's off market? And or what other than multifamily do you have? Because I work with so many different opportunities with people and what they're looking for. Maybe they want a triple net CVS, you know? So um, I would say for the newbies, keep at it. Make sure that you're constantly every day creating that opportunity with your strength and making sure that you're getting in front of people. Even if you're uncomfortable, get uncomfortable because that's how you're going to grow. I love that. And then, you know, I, first of all, I agree with that, like 1 million percent. And I'll just, I'll add on to that. There's actually, um, there's someone I'm actually going shooting with this person today. Um, we're going oh, to arrange, okay. but this this guy is um, he's a massive developer. He does like literally like billion dollar deals. And his, his advice to me, I called him up. I think I, I I was first introduced to him about six months ago, and he was he was like your first couple of years in this industry, like just focus on building relationships and get a little tiny piece of a great deal, and then do that again. Get a, another little tiny piece of a great deal. And he said, trust me, like, don't worry about money. Money will follow. Like, just do that for a couple of years. You're going to build up your track record. You'll build up your experience. Your network will grow tremendously. And he's like, the deals will start flowing, you know, like crazy after that. And that was his advice. And like, it's true because first of all, like nobody's taking down a deal themselves, right? Like a multifamily syndication, a hundred units. Team effort, units, team, team. Yeah. Team effort, right? So you're going to need to rely on that team. So what basically what Christine's saying is, like go find your skill, find something that you're good at, your, your special, your talent, and then hone in on that, become really, really good, become an attractive partner, and then join up with, with a really good team, join up with really good partners and get in on that deal. And, you know, that's a way for, for a newbie, somebody getting started to be able to get in on some good deals with good teams. Um, it's just mm -hmm. about finding what you're good at and, and really like working hard on that. So yeah, great advice there. Um, okay. Is there any like specific, um, advice you can give as far as like what what are sellers looking for as far as getting offers accepted today like again we know sellers market obviously it's hard there's usually a lot of bidding wars like okay so assuming someone's working with a more experienced team now what can they do that would get their offer a little bit more attention than the other 15 offers on this deal you know well, what has changed the landscape, I would say, with working with sellers in today's market is hard non-refundable money. That's probably the one thing that I have seen and heard that has changed how deals are getting done right now. I was at IMN in Miami last, this past week, and I was talking with people and they're like, oh, no, no, no. Non-refundable money is how I was able to get this $125 million deal that we just closed. Oh, no, no, no. I was able to get this in North Carolina because I did non-refundable money. And here in Miami, when you say that and you're hearing that, you're like, wow, because it's still something that not all deals require, but I would say that's probably the number one thing that has changed for sellers right now and getting deals done. Yeah, I would agree with that. And especially I, I would think like probably every deal, but even more so like an on-market deal that's getting a lot of attention, that's getting a lot of eyeballs. Like you got to find some way to, to stand out, right? Because otherwise like, Absolutely. You, you know, you're competing Because I mean, everybody's doing, 
everybody's doing somewhat the same thing, right? You provide a bio that includes your track record. And if you put non-refundable money, then it all basically, I mean, if, you know, the property is 50 million and you're offering 50 million, then you've got to be able to do something that's got to stand out exactly like you're saying. Yeah. And you know what else? Also, I, I, re- I kind of realized in this industry, like, okay, you can have people that underwrite a little bit more conservative, a little bit more aggressive, um, but almost everyone's going to be penciling out around the same area. Like it's, it's you know, you're not going to have somebody like off by like $10 million on a deal. Like it'll be like a little bit here, a little bit there. And, you know, so you really have to find another way to stand out, another way to get you the attention to you as in your group over the other group. So well, you yeah. recently just did a deal. How Was there anything distinctive about that? I mean, obviously I know you did it with a group, so... This was a really, really off-market deal. So that was, it was, it was a little different. I, we weren't really yeah. competing with anyone else, but that's, you know. That's it's, really key. That, that was that was key there. Um, but I we're looking at another deal right now that's off-market, but we're not the only ones looking. So still, we're going to have to figure out another way to be creative here to get yeah. the attention to us. But yeah, in that situation, we were just lucky. Like we were, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't even know if there was like anyone else looking at it. It was like really, really off-market, like. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what Janet and I do here at Urbanized Properties. And I think that's why we've been around for so long and able to create the value with our clients as far as their portfolios and growing our portfolio in 2021 we grew our portfolio over 500 units. So we're super excited just to be able to continue, you know, the opportunity here in 2022. Right. That's amazing. Um, All right, Christine, I want to pivot here for a minute. Um, Something that we all know you're famous for is mindset. Like you're the mindset Uh queen. (laughs) And I just want to talk a little bit more about that. I want to hear like, what, why is mindset so important? A, and then B, like, what can people, how can, how do you start exercising that muscle? Like, how is that something that people can like work on and, and really, grow and implement into their everyday lives in order to make themselves into successful investors? Mindset is definitely something that I have been working on for years and still continue. I mean, I don't think you ever stop working on your mindset, especially when you keep seeing all these different posts on social media and reading books that allow you to like you said, massage that uh, muscle. Um, I would say a lot of it for me in the last few years is being proximity to people that encourage you to want to make sure your mindset is in the right place. If you're having a bad day or if you're having an off day, it's human. I mean, come on, right? But when, for me, I would say lately, that's been really, really powerful is going back to church and being around God for me and whatever G hyphen D is for anybody else. I think a lot of people need more of that in their lives, especially in today's climate and what's happening in this world and all the changes that have been happening since 2020. So I would say that's a big mindset for me and, and also reading books. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a big mindset shift as well. I contribute a lot of what's happened in my last two, three years, I contribute to God. Mm-hmm. Got it. And then, and then, and that's beautiful. And then I also know that you're a very, very big fan of the Miracle Morning um, with Hal Elrod. And I just, I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about that. I know you're on a crazy streak. I don't know exactly what the day is, but I'd love for you to expand on that a little bit more. Awesome. Thank you so much. What a great book. And he just came out with an app and uh, started, uh, I think it was in January that he came out with the app. And so I just got that. And and that's exciting. So here's my little story about that. The book 
sat on my desk for like a year. This was in 2019. So I guess I bought it in 2018. I'm just trying to remember. And it sat on my desk and I would walk by it just going, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll then get I to would, this I, later. <laughs> yeah. And then I would actually dust it off, you know, as I'm cleaning up my office and stuff and I would just put it back down. Then Michelle from Multifamily Women's Mastermind, it's a social media group on Facebook. She created Miracle Morning Community. And I said, boom, this is my opportunity to open the book and start actually investing in it and making it happen for my life. And then I started reading different things that you can do with the miracle morning. You don't have to take a whole hour. He even mentions about taking six minutes, as long as that you're doing the savers. And I am on now day 886. Wow. That is mind blowing. <laughs> it's, it's so incredible. And I'm so blessed. And it's, it actually does start your day with the right mindset we were talking about a few minutes ago. Wow, that's that's amazing. So 886, is that what you said? 886 today, February 13th. Wow, 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 wow. Yep. that is insane. So like- I'm so blessed. Yeah, so okay, fine. So you read the book and you're like, it, it, right when you read it, were you like, okay, this, this is it? Like, I like this? Or did you have to kind of like try it for like a while to see like, hey, this is actually cool. Like, like this, this works. Yeah. I mean, just like any kind of habit or change that you're working on, you've got to do it consistently. And then you start feeling the power of it. And I mean, just, um, I would say one of the things that i still need to practice and still, I think is, I guess requires a, maybe a little bit extra is a visualization. Like you can visualize things, but man, for to go really, really deep with that really takes a lot of practice <laughs> yeah sure. is, is that something that you need to have okay can we just like take a step back for a second do you mind like explaining because I know I read the book and I know you read the book can you just explain on a, on a high level like like what what is the the point of this like what is he trying to accomplish with this like you know this morning routine for everybody just so we understand in my in my opinion of it it's all about creating your day with the right mindset and going into what the day brings for you. It's a day, it's 24 hours. And that's how I break it down as a 24 hours. You know, obviously there's only so many hours you're awake of that. So right. with that, I just break it down to a day and break it down to your mindset and creating little wins throughout the day. And I think doing the savers is a great way to start your win. I mean, look, hopefully most people make their bed every day. That is a W. And you get up and you drink your glass of water. And I think that's another W. And when you add the savers, even if it's, like I said, six minutes, that is a huge W. And then you start counting your days with that. So I think it's a huge right. part of mindset. I love it. And and basically you're, you're just compounding like win after win after win. And you're starting off every single day like that. And then for someone like you, that's doing it for 886 days. Like you're having 886 days of wins of like definite wins. So even though if, if later in the day you're having a struggle or something didn't go your way or whatever it is, you already won today. You already won that day. You already had a successful day because your morning was, was so powerful. I, I love it. And like, I have a confession to make. Like I read the book. I was fired up. I must've done it for about 10 mornings <laughs> and then I dropped off and like, I feel so bad, but like, you're really inspiring me now to like, go ahead and like get back on the train. Like it's, it's awesome. Like I, and I totally understand that. Like the little wins matter, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Hey, listen, we all jump off of trains and jump back on. Right. You know, I mean, you know, exercise is important and, and, you know, hopefully you do it every day or if not every day, at least a certain amount of days out of the week. Right. 
So as you get older, obviously things change, you know, but yeah, I'm excited every day. I wake up excited. Yeah. I'm going to be in touch with you and I'm going to let you know if I'm actually going to stay consistent with this. You'll be my a credibility buddy over here. I'd but, be happy to. Thank you. Thank you. And I think one other thing, and I just want to hear from you. Like, I think one other thing that a lot of people struggle with is the, the meditation part. Um, because a lot of people say like, first of all, me, like I can't do meditation in the morning because I just fall asleep. Like I'm still so tired <laughs> from the night that if I just like start like relaxing my mind and everything, boom, I'm out cold. I also can't do it late at night for the same reason also. But I think a lot of people struggle with like, just like relaxing their brain and like focusing on their breathing. Like it's just something that like in today's like fast paced world is like really hard to do. I'm curious, like, is that something that you found like easy or do you have any tips for that? Because I think hearing from people, okay, you're saying visualization was your hardest part, but I've heard from other people, a lot of other people that the, um, the meditation was also pretty difficult. I would say on YouTube, because I have this saved on my YouTube, there is like a five minute visual, uh, five minute meditation that I've found to be useful. And again, it's five minutes and it really just takes you at that moment and focus on your breathing. And I think if you were to get something that wasn't too long of a video, that might help with your concentration and like for you staying awake. Got it. So you're recommending like a guided meditation as opposed to just like sitting there on your own and, you know, exactly. Got it. Exactly. Okay. All right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I can do a five minute video with you if you'd like to. Okay. Yeah. And another one actually that I use, um, I'm not crazy consistent with this, but I do like to meditate whenever I could is Headspace. I don't know if anyone knows the app, but yep. there's definitely That's a good a one, one. With, with guided meditations, great coaches on there. So definitely worth, um, worth it to check out. Awesome. Um, can we talk about one more topic here before we get into the final four? And that is fear. Um, a lot of people have fear of failure and a lot, and that's a lot of times the reason that people quit or maybe even like won't get started in real estate or any hard venture. Like, how do we get through that? How do we navigate through fear? How do we push through and how do, how do we fight that? How do we combat it? I would say for me and how I've pushed through fear recently is I'm coming back to God. Um, I had cancer in 2019. I lost all my hair and I had to go through chemo treatments. And if I had not had God with me and helping me every day, along with many prayer warriors, I can't imagine what would have come out of that. And actually on my dream, on my dream board, I have pushing through fear. So I am purposely putting myself in situations that allow me to grow. I am purposely landing inside people's world, whether it's on LinkedIn or any kind of social media or walking up to people at events and introducing myself, knowing that they are own maybe thousands of apartments. Maybe they've done, they've done, excuse me, bigger developments. And here I am little old me, but I don't think about me as little old me. When I walk up to them, I walk up to them in a space of power and that I'm going to bring value to them. And hopefully they can return it back to me and then plant the seed and hopefully just continue to water it and let it grow, which is obviously networking and just pushing through fear by doing uncomfortable things. And it's actually helped me because like in October, I was able to speak at an event here in South Florida and I got up and I spoke about commercial real estate in Florida. 
And it was the first time that I've ever spoke on, you know, that kind of thing before. And someone's like, wow, I would have never guessed that was the first time you did that. And it's, um, it's an honor, obviously, and a privilege to be able to be there and do that. And I just grabbed onto it and said, let's go. And then once I realized I said yes, I was like, wow, I'm really doing this. (laughs) So I just think putting yourself in uncomfortable situations just allows you to keep building your confidence. Right. I love that. And, and honestly, I, I, I had not known that you were a survivor. So, I mean, kudos to you and you're, you're a fighter. We all know that about you. You're a fighter. And that's, I guess maybe that helps explain like your, your amazing and incredible mindset um, and value system and all that. Like, it's just, it's, it's amazing to hear and you're great, great role model, continue doing great work. I'm so blessed. Thank you. Uh, you know, when you and I first met, cause you had actually traveled to South Florida a couple of times and we met up my hair was really short then. And I guess I just uh, have good face <laughs> for short hair. And uh, when I actually go back and look at some of those photos, it's like, wow, my hair was really short. And now I have all this hair <laughs> and curls. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Happy to hear Thank that. Thank you so much. Happy to hear Thank that. You. And yeah, Thank I, I totally agree. Like so many people are afraid and they're scared and they feel like, how can I approach this person? They have so many units. They have so much money. They have so much this. They're so established. Um, but I think also like, putting yourself out there, like you said, like just getting uncomfortable, getting comfortable being in uncomfortable situations, and then just do that again and again and again and again. And then the next thing you know, like you're just like this like ultra uber confident person that just like knows what they're doing, knows what they're talking about. Like, I'll just tell you, like, I still get nervous every time I I make a podcast, but (laughs) definitely there's a big difference from podcast number one to I don't even know what number podcast this is. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. You just put yourself out there again and again and again, and you just start getting used to things and it becomes like normal. It's not scary anymore. It's pretty cool. And when you talk about talking to people with all those units and, and what can you do and what value can you bring? And if you don't know the answer, you know what? Hey, I don't know what the answer is right now, but can I get back to you on that? You know? Right. So exactly. I exactly. just, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Besides I, I actually, I just, I don't know. I think, you know, the world is open and uh, to just create pushing through fear in all kinds of ways, actually. So I love it. Amazing. Um, all right, let's let's shift over to the final four. Um, okay. I think we probably covered this quite a bit, but what is your why? My why um, would be, I guess it would be kind of a few different things. You know, within my family, I just had a conversation with somebody the other day and they're like, and I'm like, wow, I have really stretched myself. When, when I think about my core, my family, I mean, I'm not trying to boost myself, but I really raised to the top rather fast in the last few years. And it's kind of, um, it's exciting and knowing that I'm growing more. So my why is to be a motivation to other people, to be inspiring to other people and allowing, I guess, you know, what I went through with cancer was a really big deal and it's really changed my life and how I wake up every single day. So I want to know that I'm able to bring that to somebody else. Um, here's a quick little something that happened today. It's a young lady at church and I noticed that her hair was shaved and I went up to her and we started talking and come to find out, you know, I was able to have the priest actually anoint her with oil because I had a conversation with her and I brought him into the conversation. So talking about motivating and inspiring, 
So now I have this young lady's number and we're going to talk. And so I think that's my why. And more of that obviously would be to have, you know, more time freedom, financial freedom. No, I think everybody else wants that kind of stuff. But I think I just realized it's more about motivating and inspiring people. I love that. And I love how your why is not just like for you, it's for other people and to inspire other people, to help other people grow, help other people learn. And I just think that's like an amazing, like, it's an amazing, like quality, amazing tool to like bring with you in life, like wherever you go. Like that's, it's just, I love that. Thank you Um, so much. Absolutely. What would be your number one best piece of advice for somebody that's just looking to get started in commercial real estate? I would say fail and fail fast because once you trip on yourself, fail, you realize, wow, hey, I could do that differently or hey, I did that, but I could have said that. And next time I'm going to do that. So I think that that would be what I would say is fail and fail fast because of all the times that I've failed speaking to owners on the phone or going on an appointment or talking about numbers, you're always learning what's, wow, oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, okay, now I understand when you say that. So I would say fail and fail fast. I love that. And I actually have a friend, a really close friend of mine that like every single time he like makes a mistake or something bad happens, he's like perfectly excited and happy about it. Cause he's like, now I know I won't make that mistake again. Like I know I already made that mistake, like not happening again. Learned my lesson. That's it. So yep, yep, yeah, for sure. I love that. Um, all right. What's your favorite book right now? I am reading who not how, and oh, cool. yeah. Have, have you read it? I'm in the middle of it. Haven't finished yep. it, but yeah, yeah I'm probably I mean, I halfway through it either. But I read a few pages this morning and it's just one page after another page. And you really see yourself in some of these situations and you're like, I need a who I need a, a few who's <laughs> instead right. of always doing the how I love it. Yeah, no, it's a great book. It's a really good book. I, I got to get to the end of it, but um. It's it's fantastic. And like, what I realized is like, it's not really even a real estate book. That's what's cool. It's like really just like applying to like almost anything in life, like the right who can just enhance your life, right? Whether it's like, you know, in sports or or the gym or or real estate or whatever it is. It's it's Or a friend or a new friend or yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like, I think I've mentioned this before, but like human beings, like we're not, we don't have a cap. Like there's no like actual like amount that we can accomplish. And it's just like any, like depending on who our who's are, um, it may sound like funny saying it that way, but if you read the book, like it's all about the who's depending <laughs> on who your who's are, like there really is no maximum to like what you can accomplish because the right who can just like you know, make you make more money. And then this right who can bring you closer to spirituality. And then this right who can make you have more fun. I'm like, it's just like, there's, it's all about the right who's right. So that is, that's, that's a great way to look at it because it's not just, it doesn't have to be just professional. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, All right. What's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby would be listening to music and dancing. (laughs) <laughs> and okay. I, I'm like, if I'm at a karaoke, I am grabbing the microphone. And if I sound the way I sound, I really don't care <laughs> because I am singing, but I'm also expressing and dancing while I'm doing it. So I would say dancing and listening to music. And I listen to music a lot. Right. Got it. I love that. That's awesome. Um, all right, Christine, how can people reach you if they have any questions or just want to connect or want some off-market properties in South Florida? Uh-huh, off-market properties in Florida. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> um, excellent. Well, my telephone number is 305-318-6366 urbanizeproperties.com. 
And of course, from there is all my contact information as well as my email address. We are commercial real estate here in Florida, and it'd be a pleasure to help any of you with your next investment. Yes. And I just want to add one more thing. Like Christine is actually, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but she's not just working with professional and um, experienced syndicators and investors, but she's, I think you are open to working with newer investors as well. Absolutely. Right. Okay. That need a little bit more handholding that need a little bit more attention, a little more explaining. Like Christine is open to that. She was very helpful for me as well. And I encourage people to reach out if that is your market. So definitely. Okay. Christine. Awesome. This was really great. I love the conversations we covered with the mindset and the miracle morning and everything. It was really great. I hope the guests, um, the listeners will be able to take out a lot of value from this. I'm sure they will. Me too. And Me too. I'm really glad we're able to finally make this happen and wishing you lots of uh, continued success. Thank you. And same to you. And it's a blessing. And I know we will be in touch. We will definitely be in touch. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Ventures Podcast with Penny Lubinsky. For more free, valuable content, visit plcapitalventures.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and rating on iTunes and subscribe to our channel. This helps the podcast grow and get noticed. See you next time.